Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We got a lot of news to get into here today. Friday on this program, you know what that means. Although it means something new, beginning this Friday, and that is the debut of AEW Rampage tonight. We'll be talking about that show. We'll talk about SmackDown. We can talk about New Japan tomorrow, Impact, and of course... J.R. Kratos joins us today to talk about the New Japan Resurgence show tomorrow. we got a lot to get into. But, of course, the bad news. First, Dominic DiNucci, a former tag team champion in the WWF who later became a prominent pro wrestling trainer, passed away at the age of 89. DiNucci made his pro wrestling debut 1958 Montreal, Canada, had runs in both Australia and Japan, joined the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, later, of course, WWF, and then WWE. In 1967, won the WWF International Tag Team titles with Bruno Sammartino in 1971. He would later hold the World Tag Team titles with Victor Rivera, later Pat Barrett. Left WWF in 1982, continued wrestling in Canada, New York, and the Independence through 2012, Wrestled his final match against protege Shane Douglas in 2012. Keep in mind, he just passed away at 89. Same year, he was inducted into the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Later, a trainer for a few wrestlers who later became names in the industry. Shane Douglas, Mick Foley, Brian Hildebrand, Moondog Spot. Very sad to report the death of Dominic DiNucci, who was one of the oldest living professional wrestlers. I'd have to look, but I think there's maybe one or two individuals older, but 89 years old. All the best to his family and friends. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. 
Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back to the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Go to the opening segment, The Death of Dominic DiNucci. It is a huge weekend of shows. We have J.R. Kratos coming up later on. Anything you'd like to say quickly about DiNucci, Mike? Uh, just a, a big legend in Australia, as, as well as being so well known here in the uh, North America because of his time in the WWF. Um, a little bit before my time, uh, Dave's got a very nice, on very short notice, write up of uh, Danucci uh, that leads off this week's Observer newsletter. So I invite people to check that out. Uh, 
had another passing this week of another super wrestling fan. Peggy Lapin was earlier on this week. Uh, Jamal Hepburn, uh, who was known as Real Hero uh, online on his Twitter feed and uh, did a did a whole lot over God knows how many years as far as making Japanese wrestling accessible, finding small shows and, and posting them up on his on his Twitter feed and on Facebook and his Google Drive and stuff like that. And uh, it, it's just it's it's just devastating because there are a lot of people that just don't have they didn't have the ability and the access to go out and find some of these shows or they don't have the money to, you know, get nine million streaming services and he brought, uh, you know, a lot of those matches, you know, the high-profile matches, you know, people were able to see him, and he did a lot of digging for old footage and small footage that he was able to get out there, and it's just, it's shocking. Chris Hero posted up the news last night, and for anybody that follows Japanese wrestling in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, you know, he and Dave Ditch, you know, and I, I know there's others. Roy Lucier does a, a great job with it, but Real Hero was one of the most, pro, you know, proficient and prolific uh, people that was finding this footage and, and putting it up there for people. So I, I'm, I was just shocked to see the news last night, and it's been a, it's been a long couple of weeks with with people passing away, especially fans who. You know, they were two sides of the same coin. You know, Peggy was really, you know, she was an older lady, comes from a different era, but just really loved wrestling, really being loved being around wrestling and keeping it going for a new generation. She was very helpful to me when I started the Mid-Atlantic Championship podcast. Uh, it was right up her alley, and Real Hero was the same way. You know, was very supportive of the Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare and was just another guy who, much like her, wanted his wrestling that he loved so much to be there and to have, you know, stories by way of video. You know, she had pictures and, and stories from going to the matches. He would come up with this this footage. And I know I'm rambling, but I'm just, I'm shocked. And in the last couple of years, guys like Larry Zonka and, and things like this, it's just, it's just, it provides some pause and it's no fun. We have a huge weekend of shows, including the debut of Rampage tonight, which will be the first weekly wrestling show to air on Friday on a Turner Network since 1994, the year after I graduated. WCW Power Hour. I strongly wow. suspect this will be much better than WCW Power Hour. we got three matches announced for tonight. These will probably be the only matches since it's a one-hour show. Kenny Omega, Christian for the Impact World title opens a show. I'd be flabbergasted if Christian did not win the Impact title from Kenny Omega in that match. We've got Britt Baker versus Red Velvet for the AW Women's title in the main event of the show. And given it is the main event, my strong speculation is that Britt Baker will retain the title and then somebody is going to show up for the pay-per-view challenge. And Miro faces Fuego del Sol, not only for the AWTNT title, but if Fuego del Sol wins, he will get a contract with AEW. Don't expect that to happen, but I think someday he might get a contract with AEW. The show tonight has sold, uh, they've got 5,145 tickets out, uh, 955 tickets left, so they've actually already outsold Wednesday's Dynamite for the show tonight. SmackDown in Tulsa 
has 6,600 tickets out with 320 remaining. Tomorrow's New Japan Resurgence. I've been stating it's sold out, but if you and your significant other really want to go, there are two tickets left. Two? Two. One. It's a pair of $199 seats. That's all that's left for this show. Uh, they've got $22.50 out, $22.52 available. Two tickets left for tomorrow. Ron Monday, 7,000 tickets out, 636 left. And uh, the first dance, Rampage, next week with the expected debut of CM Punk. Now at 14,000 tickets out, there are but 250 tickets left. 98% full after opening up a new section. So if you want to go to that show, that is the update there. Let me ask you a question about Miro tonight. Even though this is not usually their bag, is it possible that he could be disqualified for kicking way too much no, of this man's rear end? Don't be crazy. And, okay. Not on the debut episode. I was going to say, because I guess you could make that work. Uh, he gets it by disqualification, gets to be in the the, the, the Team Cody, the, the Nightmare family or whatever it is. But then maybe we get a save from the guy that Miro will be facing at a future show or something like that. But that's out of the realm of possibility, you believe? There's not going to be a DQ on the debut <laughs> episode of Rampage, Mike. No. I don't know. There could be you don't know that. I got so much I got so much to talk about I can't argue about a DQ tonight. I wasn't arguing, but go ahead. Dynamite. Just under one million viewers, nine hundred and seventy nine thousand, down eleven point two percent from last week. Lowest audience since July seven. The big competition was the challenge, which uh <laughs> That's amazing. Dude. So I just want to give this stat because I've given it a couple of times and it blows my mind. AW Dynamite had 979,000 total viewers, okay? The challenge only had 660,000 viewers. So uh, over 300,000 fewer viewers than Dynamite. However, of those 660,000 viewers, 480,000 of them were 18 to 49. So despite 300,000 fewer total viewers, they had more 18 to 49 viewers than AEW did, which is an astounding. It is astounding to do 500,000 18 to 49 and only 660,000 total viewers. No young people watch the show. No old people watch the show. Only 18 to 49 year old viewers. The quarters for AW, I don't have them all in front of me. Brendan Thurston has them up. But basically, the show opened lower than usual, and then it slowly grew throughout the show. So unlike virtually every other professional wrestling show on television, it peaked in the main event. Uh, the Chris Jericho match with Wardlow was the highest rated thing on the show. It was 1.1 million viewers. And so whatever the situation was, I mean... It was interesting. I guess the female viewers, obviously a lot of female viewers watched uh, the challenge. They did not switch over to Dynamite when the challenge ended. But as is normally the case with AEW, if you aren't watching the show live, you're just watching the whole show on DVR later. That's what their audience does. But anyway, those are the numbers for that show. They lost half of their semi-olds. It's amazing. The 18 to 49 number is crazy to me because I like keeping an eye on 18 to 34 for my own reasons. But I'm looking at it and it's like they were actually up 
2018 to 34s, but they lost 50%, 47% of their 35 to 49s. And I guess that is a completely due to the challenge and the road rules deal or whatever the hell it's called now. But obviously, looking at those numbers that they had, boy, they are actually more uh, very specific in who they're they're aiming at and the people that like that show. And the thing is with Dynamite 2, the overall number, it started so soft at 892. That's probably the thing that kept it from going over a million. And I guess I, I did hit the number uh, saying between 975 and a million. Although, again, you, 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 you tweak that first number a little bit. It's so low in comparison to the rest of the show, the 892,000 people that started that... You know, if you get a couple more of those people, that number probably goes over and, and you don't have a problem. Plus, the other good part is it continued to, you know, get better throughout the show. And then ultimately, two out of the last three quarters they had were the best ones of the show. Back in a moment, Observer Live. A seven-nation army couldn't hold me back. They're going to rip it off. Taking their time right behind my Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, my air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. 
For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. But also note that in 18 to 34, we had more viewers watching Dynamite than watched Monday Night Raw this week. That's true. Of course, I suppose it doesn't count for some people. Why is that? But it happened. Because <laughs> it's not fair. No. All right, we got uh, we got New Japan coming up tomorrow, and I went to uh, I went to Wikipedia because the whole lineup is there, and uh, there's seven there's seven matches for Resurgence, and there's one dark match. The dark match, everybody, you ready for this? Breaking news. TBA versus TBA. In a TBA match. Huh. Added to the show. Mm. Jared Kratos will be joining us here in the next segment to talk about that. Sad they couldn't get X to stand in for one of those TBAs. Make it a better matchup. We got a couple of uh, notes here from The Observer. Dave Meltzer reporting. Ric Flair, quote, seems to be a lock to sign with AEW whenever he is legally able to. No kidding. Yes. He had re-signed a deal in 2020. Uh, he said the time... I figured we see him in a game-changer ring, honestly, with, with well, pizza cutters you know, and such. We might. Flair was reportedly set to unveil the AW World title at Double or Nothing May 2019, but health issues prevented that from happening. Bret Hart ended up taking that spot instead. Flair has had a lot of health issues, and I know he feels awesome. And I know that people are going to clamor for one more Flair versus Sting match. Oh, come on. Don't do it. No. This guy should not be wrestling. Don't do it. Just why would you even consider this? This man who had, what, 6% of his heart's capacity beating just a couple of years ago. This, Ric Flair, Ric Flair will be dead in the ground. He will still say somehow, some way from the grave that he can wrestle 90 minutes right here, right now. You can't do that. Okay? You just can't. And I don't even want to see him involved in any physical activity whatsoever. The guy should be a liaison between AEW and every, you know, whatever media, sports media source you can put him in, whatever situation you can put Flair in to get some attention on AEW. That's what you do with Ric Flair. Other than that, this is insanity. And there, the thing is, and I it was, took it as a joke with, oh, yeah, players getting back in the ring. There are people that actually, like, can he really take a bump? Can he work a match against Sting? Like, they're really seriously thinking about this. Like, seriously, get your head checked. That is insane. The liability and everything else. I mean, it's just nuts. You want to do Four Horsemen reunions? You want to use him as a as a every once in a while character or something like that? Okay, but I, I just, it's completely insane 
that we somebody would want Ric Flair back in a ring. It's selfish for for a fan to want that, and I just think it's nuts. All right, so we got uh, a couple of people have said there's no SmackDown preview. So here's the SmackDown preview. We have a contract signing. <sighs> yes, Sasha and Bianca will have a contract signing. Roman Reigns and John Cena will be talking to each other. And last week we had a three-minute match where Nakamura beat Apollo Crews via DQ and Aziz just pulled him out of the ring. So tonight they will have a championship match. Are you happy now? There's your preview. Hangman Page will not be facing Kenny Omega at All Out. The reason... It says here, a no-brainer. He'll be taking time off as he and his wife prepare for their first child to be born. Remember when, like, he was removed from the show and there was there was uh, a catastrophic thinking about the doom of the hangman and it was horrible, but, well, it turned out there was a reason for it. I think I said that, but no one wanted to listen, as usual. To you, probably not. If somebody else said it, they, you know, cooler heads may have prevailed there. But uh, hey, paternity leave is a big deal, and good timing, I think, is pretty good considering some of the names that you got coming in. Christian has been on a streak. I know people don't want that match like they want the Hangman match, but again, with AEW's fan base, you think anybody's going to be upset for him taking time off? Of course they're not going to be upset when he comes back he's going to be an even bigger hero because now it's like you got the hangman and the the hang child and everything else so he's going to be just fine it's nicer they're letting him take the time off and as somebody that's had a kid it's uh, you can't get that time back and it's awesome and for years and years and years pro wrestlers would have to miss and like a lot of professional athletes a lot of people just in general do a lot of traveling you know, you, you miss the, the birth of your kid. You miss that time coming up with your kid. You just can't get that back. And I'm happy that they're letting him do that. And I think that's a, a good thing. Should be that way across the board for everybody. Do we actually? <laughs> Never mind. Yes. We've got uh, Riho will be returning soon. She had a bad reaction to a COVID-19 vaccination. She will be back to AW very soon. Uh, process of moving to the USA full-time. Can we get an update on Ibushi, by the way? Where is this guy? I've heard nothing, which I don't like. No. No news in a situation like that is usually not good news. So I don't want to get people scared, but, like, I'm worried. So I don't know what's going on, though. I wish I could tell you more. We've got the New Japan show coming up, the MetLife Wrestle Grand Slam in the MetLife Dome. We don't have any talent announced, but there will be stardom matches on uh, dark matches for both nights for the events. We'll find out who that's going to be. And on Impact, Brian Myers won a 20-man battle royal on Thursday, turned himself a world title shot at the upcoming Emergence event, which will be on Impact Plus, which I think is coming up next weekend. And my guess is that means Christian will be taking on... What was his name in WWE? I forgot. Anyway, it's Brian, Brian. Myers. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, yes. Chris, Christian versus Kurt Hawkins for the uh, Impact title. I'm so screwed up on... Cardona's So bully. last night, I was uh, doing the, the AEW versus uh, NXT show. And, like, 
for the first 15 minutes of the show, I kept calling AEW Impact, and I screwed up Impact and AEW, and everyone's thinking I'm losing my mind, which is possible. I am losing my mind, but, dude, this Impact show that I watched this week, I mean, if you're an older fan and you grew up watching WWF where they bring in Ric Flair and they digitize his belt and they just talk about how he's the real world champion and then, like, you know, a little later they drop it for legal reasons and he's just a guy. Bro, this show, it's like, you you turn on, I'm trying to get all this squared away, okay? You turn on Impact, which opens with a recap from Dynamite, which leads into an angle for New Japan Resurgence, which leads into a battle royal to, to determine who is going to get a shot at a impact title held by an aew guy because no matter who wins is an AEW. i was like dude and it's fun because there you know there's new japan guys on impact there's aew guys on impact there's impact guys on impact they're plugging an impact show they're plugging a rampage show tonight they're plug I'm, I'm just i'm totally lost at this point so if i screw up who's fighting who for what title from what promotion give me a break it's hard to keep track of all of this stuff I'm not giving you. Know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying, and I'm. I don't know what you're saying because you're dead silent. Well, you probably just assumed you had me on mute again. No, I never have you on mute unless you're being obnoxious. This person here says, "I am the one who predicted that CM Punk would return this year, and if I had a brain, I would have predicted he would return to AEW." Oh, why did I ever think he would? Well, I don't know why you thought he would return to WWE. (laughs) I've told you that going on six years now. He ain't going back to that place. I agree, but maybe, hey, him showing up for the Fox thing or something like that and the fact that everybody goes back, at least that's what the line is, everybody goes back, maybe they just stay. They they thought it was inevitable that that was going to happen. This person here says Impact Women wrestlers are not on AEW. Well, they had a thing on the show where they interviewed a bunch of wrestlers about who was going to win the Kenny Omega Christian match on Rampage for the Impact title. And, you know, everyone's given their uh, uh, their opinions or whatever. But um, what's her name? Deanna Parazzo. She wouldn't even predict. She goes, Tony Khan, you won't even have me on your show, so I'm not even going to dignify this poll with a respect. Something, something like that. So don't be surprised if at some point we see uh, Deanna Parazzo on AEW. After she's done going to Triple A. AAA, to defend the Impact title against a AAA wrestler in a champion versus champion match. You got all this, everybody? Well, that's, that's what I, I want to ask do. you. Did they bring up Triple Mania or NWA in power just to see if they talked about everybody's well, they, they shows? Well, they brought up the uh, the women's show. I don't think they brought up Triple Mania because what's it's the okay, point? okay, AEW didn't either. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Hey, mm. when we come back, everybody, J.R. Kratos is going to join us on this program today. We're team Filthy. About, yeah, Team Filthy, New Japan Strong, the New Japan Resurgence show tomorrow, and uh, just being a, a big, mean hoss. So all of that will be coming up after the break. And if you have any questions for J.R. Kratos, you should be able to uh, still contact me via the normal route, but we'll see what happens. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
Dave's single from Wendy's made with fresh, never-frozen beef has the power to blow your mind. But now that the Dave's single is buy one, get one for a buck, as well as the spicy or classic chicken sandwich and the spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, Wendy's BOGO for $1 deal is going to blow your mind and your speakers. Get these faves. BOGO $1 only at Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with combo or any other offer. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-That's 800-306-1760. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, at this moment, we do not have J.R. Kratos. Dude, this Skype thing. Oh, boy. Like, yesterday, I was sent uh, Chris Dickinson's Skype info, and Skype absolutely could not find it anywhere because apparently it's case-sensitive, like, there might be another guy with the exact same email, but an upper... I mean, it's not even case-sensitive. If, if your email is, you know, Whitney whatever, I shouldn't use that one. But anyway, <laughs> if you have a uh, an email and there's a dot in it, if you don't put the period in it, it still goes there on Gmail. So what difference does it make whether it's... So now I got sent Kratos' info, and uh, Skype can't find it anywhere. So 
I'm trying to uh, furiously. It's the third show in a row this week, too. Yes. We have problems with David Finley as well, too. Just had to be a pain. Oh, here we go. I think we got it. Thank goodness. Let's stand by here and see if we can get him on here. Mr. Uh, Kratos saying, call me when you're ready. <laughs> well, as you do that, I will remind everyone that Hold the, on. Uh... J.R. Kratos? What's up, my man? I don't, I don't know if I'm... There you... How the hell? Well, we're live on national radio, so don't use too many swear words. But we hear you, so that's that's <laughs> most right. of the battle right here. If something goes wrong, we can put up a... Oh, oh there, right. we go. Hey. there we go. Hey. Look at that, everyone. GR Kratos. Turn the phone the other way, though, if you don't mind. The... This way? Yeah. There we go. Look at that, everybody. <laughs> live here on the radio, we, we did all of that. They can't see it yet. Yeah. JR, how you doing? Yeah. I'm good, my man. Thank you for go. having me. I can't see you guys, but I'm that's all right. Work. That's all right. That's the way it works here. But at least we can see you. <laughs> all right. You have never been on the show before. Uh, I am a big fan of well, a you, big man, J.R. Kratos, and of course, a big fan of Filthy Tom Lawler as well. So I feel like we're all, you know, we're all in the same team here. We're so, all big family here. <laughs> yes. So tell us about tomorrow. Oh man, I'm I'm stoked, man. This is uh, not only is it a chance to obviously Russell under the banner of new japan but just just the fans man it's uh it's going to be really really exciting and plus you know at the la coliseum and damn dude what a card i mean shit every day that just keeps coming up i'm like wow man look at this look who's going to be there look at these matches so uh it's going to be great man really really excited and looking forward to it so obviously we've had uh we've had several new japan strong stars on the show over the last couple of days and one of the main questions I'm asking everybody, obviously, is we've got uh, 2,200 tickets out for the show tomorrow. Is this, the, is this, A, the biggest crowd? Is this the only crowd that you have worked in front of during the pandemic? Or, or how does this compare? Actually, let me think real quick. I get hit in the head a lot. Um, yeah, this is actually the first crowd. I mean, uh, NWA had a had a had a crowd but it was it was very little but um this one is uh yeah this is going to be the first crowd i wrestled for new japan in front of so i'm really excited about that so you have been doing this for almost a decade now and uh if i recall correctly your first ever match was was in a lucha indie is that correct a lucha promotion it was actually for um spw in sacramento but i do wrestle for the Lucha with the pro wrestling revolution down in San Jose. But yeah, it was actually in 2012 and uh, Sacramento. So did you originally train in American style, Lucha style? Uh, I guess tell everybody a little bit about how you got into pro wrestling, why you decided to do this and about how you trained to uh, have those first matches. Yeah, it's uh, always been a fan, of course, since I was little and uh, door of opportunity opened out here in Sacramento for me with Supreme Pro Wrestling. And I started training there. Timothy Thatcher was there. And uh, just working there, man, turned pro with those guys in 2012. And uh, just been running ever since, man. It's been one hell of a ride that I'm extremely grateful for. It's the best decision I ever made was to chase this dream. So I'm really, 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 really happy with the way things are going. What were your your goals growing up? I mean, did you always want to be a wrestler? Did you did you were you working another job and all of a sudden on the internet or wherever you saw this ad for a wrestling school? Did someone take you to the school? How did you get into it? 
Well, it's crazy, man. Um, I always, I've, I've been fighting since I was little and, uh, I just always liked to entertain, you know, I was getting tired of just fighting and, you know, working security jobs at night. And so cool little story, man. I was working, uh, at a bowling alley, uh, doing uh, security at night and I looked into, I was looking into, um, into wrestling schools. I was like, man, you know, just let me, and, you know, I was just looking around, looking around and I couldn't find anything. And I went, got off my shift and I look on my car and I'm like, there's a little piece of paper on my windshield. And I'm like, damn, did I get a ticket? So I'm going and then I pick it up and then it's an actual flyer for a wrestling show. And it was Supreme pro wrestling in Sacramento. And, uh, went to go check it out, man. And, uh, like I said, when I went to the show, I was like, yes, this is definitely what I want to do. And just went to the snack bar lady and asked her, I said, who runs this whole thing? And I, I want to meet them and I want to start, I want to start training. So that's what happened, man. I just got tired of just working beat jobs and not making anything. And I was just really wanted to just start chasing wrestling and that's how it happened. So were you always a, a big, mean-looking dude? I mean, did they take one look at you and go, <laughs> oh, man, like, tuition's free, buddy. Just get out here. <laughs> um, no, actually, uh, I started training. Well, I started bodybuilding, competing when I was, like, 20, 21. Um, and uh, I was so scrawny, man, because, like I said, I, I, was, I boxed. So I was, like, 190, 185. That's what I fought at. And... When I started bodybuilding, I just started putting on size and doing things like that and competed there. And so that's where the size and everything came from. And I'm, I'm very grateful I did that, too, because in that sport, it's uh, it's all about accountability and discipline, man. So for me, I think that really that really, you know, got me ready to chase this because uh, you got to be this has to be your life, man. If you want to go anywhere with this, it has to be something that you live and breathe. So I'm glad I got that foundation through that. Now you say you, you box. Were you always boxing as a little kid, as an amateur, or is that just something that came along, you know, out of, out of amateur wrestling or something like that? What was your background as far as martial arts goes uh, as you started to, to, to grow and, and, and throughout high school and, and into your, your early life? Well, yeah, throughout adolescence, through a, when I was a kid, I just boxed competitively, amateurly. And, uh, just did that and then when i got involved with uh pro wrestling um timothy thatcher one of my good buddies uh was like hey dude um you know we need to start we need to start doing things he was like let's just go to a josh barnett seminar and i was like i don't know dude i mean we're gonna get our ass kicked <laughs> and uh and we went man and uh that's how that started that was probably about two years into me being a pro wrestler um, that we went out and uh, met with Josh. And then ever since then, you know, I started training jujitsu, Muay Thai, kickboxing, you know, all the, all the stuff that I think relates to what we do in the ring. And uh, I really just really fell in love with that too. And uh, been doing it ever since. And uh, like I said, I think it's a great tool for Did me to watch? be able to convey realism because uh, I know what real is. So <laughs> it's uh it was a good tool for us. So, yeah, just I practice almost everything, man. Um, but as as a kid growing up, I just I just boxed. Did you watch was any like striker? K 
one <laughs> kickboxing were you a fan of that and pride fighting and, and and that sort of stuff as you were coming up as well too did that ever pique your interest ufc things like that oh we may have lost his audio here jr can you hear us pride never die but the audio does yes ah done killed the show jr oh there you are there we go i don't know what the hell happened there mike was asking if you ever watched like uh k1 ufc were you big into uh to pride martial arts sort of thing oh hell yeah dude yeah i'm a i'm a huge fan if i'm not on the road or we're not doing a show you could definitely i'm watching the fights if there's any that night and yeah i'm a huge huge fan i like the pride stuff because it's a little bit (laughs) i think the rules are a little bit more lenient over there but wild uh, west and just the and just the matchups are crazy man it's like this dude's fighting that guy like it's uh so as a fan it's cool to see but yeah ufc all that man i'm really into that and uh i like i said i was training jujitsu i've been training jujitsu so i i've fell in love with that too man i watched that a lot the competitive aspect of that i think it's uh i think it's really cool so so when did you first start watching new japan and uh when did it occur to you that if you are going to wrestle in a major promotion i mean new japan is a is a company that would be right up your alley absolutely uh the day i laced up my boots man um the day i decided to do this i started training and it took me about 10 months to get um well, till they decided to let me turn pro. But within then, once I started realizing, you know, the WWE and all that stuff, I was like, yeah, okay. And then uh, New Japan came and I started watching that. And uh, I just I just fell in love with that, with that style, man. It's just, I mean, not to kiss ass over there or anything, man, but just those guys are just, they're real wrestlers, man. And they're, they're real men. They look like they can hurt somebody. And... They are just physical. I love everything about the New Japan style. And the day I turned pro, it's uh, that was a goal for me was to uh, to wrestle for this promotion. That that was it. That was that's this is where I wanted to be. So, so you've got uh, Team Filthy, obviously uh, Saturday at Resurgence. Team Filthy versus Leah Rush, Fred Yehai, Yuya Uemura, and uh, Brody King and Chris Dickinson. And you had a, a tag match on Strong a couple of weeks ago which I actually can tell you the exact match that it was. Uh, Brody King and Chris Dickinson versus you and Danny Limelight. And I'm watching this match, and I'm just waiting. Because at some point, J.R. Kratos and Brody King are getting in the ring with each other. And uh, and you did, and it was a monster movie, and it was awesome. And, uh, Thank you. How, how, I mean, he was also a, a, a Southern California guy. Uh, mm-hmm. How often have you had a chance to work with him prior to New Japan Strong? Um, the first time I worked Brody was, uh, can't remember what year it was, but it was, it was a few years before the opportunity now we have, but it was at AWS. It was at a, a local promotion down in LA and, uh, yeah, we worked, that was the first time I worked him there. And, uh, he's just one of those guys, man, where it's, I mean, we just go in there and he does his thing and I do mine and it just always turns out to be, to be great. I mean, that's, that's one of the guys I really enjoy being in there with and just not the after effects cause everything just hurts. But. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. now, now a quick uh, follow up there. So as a fan, 
when I see a guy like you, there's two things that I want to see. You against another guy like you, or you against a little tiny skinny geek. <laughs> so as a person who uh, who looks like you, what is your preference as a worker? Like, Do you like going in there and just banging with some big Brody King, or do you want to just I, get in there with some skinny guy and smash him? Well, I mean, either one. I guess it depends on, you know, whether I want to hurt the next day or not. But uh, <laughs> um, I enjoy either one, man. But honestly, I love uh, I love looking across a ring from someone that uh, that you wouldn't mess with in an alley. You know what I mean? So when I'm in there with Brody, it's 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 just different, man. It, it's you know, my A game has to be solid and it's just always just a very physical. And I love that 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 just that that back and forth and just throwing each other around and just chest to chest going uh being in there with big guys is always is always a blast for me i love it all right stand by everybody back in a moment observer live Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income, and it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, 
Make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, JR Kratos here today. Yes, and sir. New Japan Resurgence is Saturday night in LA. There are two, and I'm not exaggerating, two tickets remaining. So if you want to go live, they're the last two. It's a pair. And if not, you can do what Mike and I are doing, which is watching the show on Fight TV on Saturday night. And obviously tonight, New Japan Strong, NJPWWorld.com. And uh, JR Kratos all over that show, the show tomorrow night, Team Filthy tomorrow night. A lot of great stuff coming up. And uh, during the break, JR, we were talking about favorite time in wrestling is right now, despite all the problems in the world. Yes, sir. What's uh, uh Yeah, go ahead. It, it's... Uh... Yeah, you know, just exactly what I said, man. Despite what everyone is going through, um, as far as wrestling for me, it's just been it's been the best year of my career. I've, I mean, I'm wrestling for New Japan. <laughs> you know, I'm wrestling for NWA, getting bookings here and there, getting able to do things I've never done. And uh, now it's all coming to a head, man, to where now we're in front of fans. So I am stoked, man. I cannot wait for Saturday night. And very quickly before we go, at JR underscore Kratos, if you are on Twitter, and uh, any other social media you want to get out there. Um, yeah, just Facebook, Instagram as well, man. It's just JR Kratos. Give me a follow, man, and let's uh, let's do it, man. I appreciate it. Hey, I want to thank you so much for doing the show today, and best of luck tomorrow. We'll be watching, reviewing over the next couple of weeks here, all of these shows. And uh, we are out of time, everybody, so thanks for listening. Mike, as always, callers and listeners up to the studio. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.